I think we have to worry when one of our major political parties is willing to embrace uh, a way of thinking about our democracy that uh, would be unrecognizable and unacceptable even five years ago or a decade ago. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Oh, God, he's still so full of crap, isn't he? Isn't Obama full of crap? He's just full of crap. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, News Talk 550, KTSA. I'm sorry, I didn't get much sleep last night. I was up all night shivering in fear that, you know, the white man is losing his established, uh, his establishments and his institutions in America. That's what Obama says. We, us whitey, us honkies, we just lie awake at night staring at the ceiling in, in, in rank fear of losing our grip of our, uh, of, of superiority here in America. And Obama's pointing it out. We're just terrified of all these brown people coming in. Black people being uh, uh, vice president and president. What the hell's going on here? How come all the black people is taking over? I mean, that's what Obama says. Those white knuckles get really white when you're white already. We're white. I'm just already. My white knuckles are, are, are you know, what is it? A whiter shade of pale. To quote another honky, uh, you know, because we're, we're just gripped with fear. Obama's one of those guys that he thinks he sounds really intelligent, but he's really a dumbass. Well, I mean, I'm just being honest. And and he's on, I was going to say, he's on Andy Cooper. Well, Andy probably wouldn't mind. I, I'm just saying he's on the Andy Cooper show, uh, and uh, he, he went off on the Charlottesville thing again. Oh, what kind of people? The Republican Party, uh, GOP. Support a man who said there was good people in the white supremacy. Yeah, that's not what he said, man. I can't believe, and nobody ever calls him on it. And it, the Charlottesville thing is a lie. It's a lie that the president said there was good people in the white supremacists. This is all that's a bunch of bullcrap. The very next, if you look at that quote, I get tired of having to say it. If you look at the quote. He then goes on to condemn white supremacy, but it doesn't matter. It's a lie. So Obama's a liar, and he's a racist. Let me say that again. Boy, you really probably think I'm a racist now. He's a liar and a stinking racist, man. Always was, always will be. Can't stand that guy. He's actually the president right now, so, you know, I guess we got to deal with him for another four to eight years. Uh, Kamala's going to be the president at some point, and she's making an ass of herself, uh, you know, down south. First off, she gives out cookies with her own likeness on them. Uh, Air Force. What level of obnoxious is that? You know what I mean? Like Don, if you were day, or Chris, if you were like involved with somebody, and they bring up some cookies, like look, it's me. <laughs> you know, I mean, when you when you think that's a little weird, you know, like oh yeah, wow, it's your face on the cookies. That's that's great. Looks just like your nine hundred selfies. Look, it's me. <laughs> it's me. Take a bite out of me, you know. But she's, she solved the border crisis, so it's all over. It's all going to be fine now. She said, stop coming. <laughs> don't, don't come. Don't, is that what she said? Don't, don't come. come. Don't come. You know, she always, every time she says, she sounds, if you, clo- if you didn't know it was Kamala Harris, she sounds like a 16 year old girl, doesn't she? She's, I mean, seriously, she's got that. <laughs> Okay, don't come. <laughs> Stop coming. <laughs> you know, and she just she does. If you didn't know it was her, you'd think it was some sixteen-year-old kid. I put myself on the cookies. You know, the reason people are are coming to America is because of climate change. You know, it's like oh, God, man. She's a walking TikTok video. She actually goes down south, and t- I wonder what she's going to tell the president of Mexico today. It's climate change. <laughs> but it's okay because I told him not to come. <laughs> you want a cookie? President of Guatemala was having none of it. <laughs> what, the cookies? Or the- well, I don't know if he had any cookies, but uh, she's laying that climate change crap on him and the economy crap. And we're, we're just going to make your country better, okay? Because they're coming to America because of climate change. <laughs> 
He's like, no, they are coming because of you and Joe Biden. <laughs> they weren't coming when the other guy was in office. They're going to. They're coming now because of you guys. And then, uh, yes, but she handled it. Your border czar there. She handled it. She's never been to the border. She took care. I, if only we'd have known. All I got to do is tell them to stop coming. There's some poor uh, family with some coyote weirdo. Yeah, I've been traveling for weeks, covered in sweat and filth and ruin. And all of a sudden they, hey, I, I'm so sorry, but we have to turn back. Why must we turn back? Kamala said we have to. We can't come anymore. Don't come. We're going back to Guatemala. You want the gookie? Huh? No, I'm just saying, what does she think that's going to do? Don't come. Please don't stop coming, man. That, yeah, that, oh, that'll work. <laughs> Cartel guys are having, you know, CEO meetings, you know, <laughs> out of you know, business, you know, coming up in the next quarter. You know, maybe they should have, you know, signs posted along the way. Don't come. Right. You know, Kamala pic- Harris. Pictures of her holding her hand out like she's a traffic cop or something. <laughs> or put that on the cookie. Don't come. Don't come. <laughs> what are we going to do with the next, uh, what kind of business should we invest in? Cartel guys having a CEO meeting. Obviously, the coyote thing is over because Kamala said to stop. So we must stop. Kamala, go out there and tell them to stop bringing the fentanyl in. She said to stop. We have the fentanyl we can no longer sell. Because Kamala Harris told us not to do it. Philip, all the tunnels. You know, I mean, is she the biggest DB you've ever I mean, seriously, is she not? I know I don't use that word very often in, in regards to women, but she's a DB. She's an, she's so obnoxious, man. Well, that's because you hate black people, so, and you hate women, too. No, I'm saying she's obnoxious and she's stupid. She handed out cookies with her own likeness on it on her freaking airplane, man, to the press corps. The reasons, the reason people are flooding the border is because of climate change. And her solution is just to tell them to stop coming. Oh, okay. (laughs) Don't come. Don't stop, stop coming. Doesn't she always sound like, I mean, she is, I mean, I, I know she claims she smoked pot while listening to, uh, who was it, Tupac, before Tupac started recording. I don't know what she's on, but she sounds like she's always stoned. She, she sounds like she's always on the verge of the giggles, you know what I mean? Did you ever know somebody that was so stoned, like everything they said, they were just about to start cracking up, you know? Oh, we're about to get into a car wreck. <laughs> well, it's also that nervous tick, you know, that like people get when they don't get a joke, they right. just laugh anyway. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't know why, but it is. Do you want a cookie? Take it. Eat it. You know, I'm just, I, I, I'm just sick of her, man. This is, what, this is embarrassing, man. I kind of wish she just hadn't gone, you know. <laughs> I just could maybe she just sort of stayed home and re- redesigned the living room there, you know. I mean, just sending her down there is embarrassing, man. It's the climate. The president of Guatemala certainly says, "No, it's Joe Biden's fault." What? What does she do next? Hurricane. Uh, Hurricane Katrina. Ugh. Yeah, I, I'm serious. I wish she just wouldn't have gone. Okay, if that's who you're going to be, just stay home, sweetheart. Okay, it's okay. All right, Hallmark's got a rom-com uh, marathon going on this weekend. Watch it on your vice presidential light screen that my tax dollars paid for. And just stay out of the stay out of sight for a little while. Just don't do anything. Obama's behind the scenes going, just don't do anything for a while. Just stop talking. Can I have a cookie? Can I have a cookie, people? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We're doomed, man. We're, just, we're doomed. <laughs> Don't come. <laughs> I mean, I'm just. Does she have like a meeting with her staff? You know, and what should I do? Have you thought about telling them not to come, Madam well, Vice President? Did she stop to think that maybe they're just going to stop where they are? She should have said, "Go back now. Turn around 
Go back. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know you spent your entire life savings to get this far, but Kamala has told us to turn back around. Brilliant, man. Brilliant diplomacy. Freaking brilliant, man. In freaking impressive. <laughs> Biden's taking a nap. She gets. She calls him up. I told him not to come. That's okay, sweetheart. That's great. <laughs> Mr. President, you want a cookie? Nah. Two one zero five nine. Any thoughts on the brilliant international diplomacy of Kamala Harris? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Or am I being a racist snot? What do you think? A race? Am I am I on point or am I just a racist snot? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back, New Stock 550 KTSA. We're talking about how Kamala Harris in just one day solved the immigration crisis. She told them to stop, stop coming. She told, she's in Mexico now. She's going to tell the president of Mexico, tell them to stop coming. Okay. 210-599-5555. Here's George. George, how you doing? I'm good. Good morning. morning. How are you doing today? Doing great. All right, here we go. Kamala Harris. Uh, remember Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> yeah. And the girl that was running for uh, student president? Vote for Summer. <laughs> That's Kamala Harris. <laughs> Vote for Summer. She, <laughs> Vote for Summer. She reminds me in high school of the girl running for high school, uh, you know, student body president. Has no brains, right? No wherewithal, right? Not in touch, just nuts. Just nuts and high hand. maintenance. <laughs> high maintenance <laughs> and nuts—a bad combination, man. You, you got it. Uh, Have a good day. Vote for summer. <laughs> Can you put my face on some flan? I, I, it's Mexico. I, I love flan. I love my face on, Mister President. I can put my face on some flan. <laughs> I asked him to put my face on a churro, but it's too thin. <laughs> Stop coming, all you immigrant people, immigranty type people. <laughs> oh, God. Here's Doug. Doug, how you doing? Hey, Sean. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Not much, man. What are you thinking? Well, for the first time, uh, well, that opening bloviating from Obama, I was listening to that. Ugh. And I thought, for the first time in my life, I agreed with Barack Obama that one party is trying to destroy democracy and make it into something that we wouldn't have recognized five or ten years ago. Um, <laughs> it's just his party. It's funny coming from, from his mouth. Right. Uh, and Kamala Harris, when I think about her handing out those cookies on <sighs> the airplane to all the press people, it makes me realize how far we have deteriorated. All those press people are going, I want my cookie. I want my cookie. Can you see if she'd have tried to hand out cookies to Walter Cronkite and David Brinkley and Chet Huntley and Mike Wallace? What would they have been thinking when she handed them a cookie that looked like her? Hey, buddy, I'm out. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. I wonder if like, like Fox News didn't get one. You know what I mean? Not you guys, because you're Nazis. Uh, here's Juan. Juan, how you doing? Oh, good, good. How you doing? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Oh well, I'm. I'm uh, I watched the news this morning about Kamala Harris. You know, I think the administration they're just backtracking because what we said all along there's a mess over there. So they just trying to patch it up or whatnot. And and they still trying to blame Trump for separating the kids. All right. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. But that that's all it is. They just uh, well backtracking and trying to. Cover it up and blame Trump. Well, yeah, and they, and they they say it's Trump's fault, the which doesn't make any logical sense whatsoever. They should have told him that in the beginning. Don't come. Right. Now he said it. It's kind of late. It's just a little stupid sounding now. It's kind of stupid. You know, I mean, how many millions of people have already got here? I mean, we see that. Oh, by the way, don't come. And you people who already came, go back. You know. 
God. All right, man. Thanks. Well, what, all right. Thank you, man. Have right. a good one. You too. It's just, it's so, it's embarrassing, man. I mean, I, it really is embarrassing. She's the vice president of the United States of America. Because she's got mad skills. Mad skills. That was the worst Napoleon Dynamite imitation I've ever done in my life. So uh, we'll see uh, if uh, Kamala's uh, trip has any uh, impact on the immigrant flow across the border, the alien, uh, illegal alien immigrant flow, uh, if they're going to stop coming because she told them to stop coming. Uh, is How badly is she going to embarrass herself in Mexico? Uh, we'll, be, we'll be watching those events uh, unfold. And we got when we get back, we got to talk about, um, you know, we had another uh, one of these uh, hacks on some major uh, websites uh, o- overnight. And that's getting a little funky, isn't it? I mean, you're getting a little weirded out by all these uh, these websites and major computer systems being shut down. Um, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that and get your thoughts on uh, what, what do you think? What do you think is at play here? Um, is it all part of a larger scheme to maybe shut down major major grids and systems and institutions, uh, or is this just a bunch of uh, hackers feeling that this is their moment to make some decent money? What do you think? 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. And also, coming up this half hour, what happened to the guy on Naked and Afraid? What happened to the guy on the latest episode of Naked and Afraid XL? Does that mean it's the, uh, Naked and Afraid is extra large, or does that mean like it's extreme? Is It's like the extreme, because it's called Naked and Afraid XL now. And I don't know what the, I haven't watched Naked and Afraid in several years because, well, I found the show very disturbing. But we'll, we'll talk about what happened. You want to be disturbed. Wait do you hear what happened to this guy. On Naked and Afraid. 210-599-5555. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I got Kimberly and Esteban uh, in the studio here. Well, on the TV in the studio. I was watching Kimberly and Esteban while I'm doing the show. They're doing a story right now, Chris, that you should never exercise mad. When you're mad, you shouldn't exercise because it's bad for your heart. I guess that's it for exercise for me because I'm always pissed off at something. <laughs> so that's been the holdup. You got to cut out the exercise because I'm always mad. Um. Well, overnight. A uh, bunch of websites uh, were affected or taken offline uh, around 6 a.m. Eastern Time. Reddit, CNN, the New York Times, the you know, the U.K. government's homepage. Now, and it's back online now, as I understand, uh, Etsy, HBO, Max, Spotify, Target, Twitch, Hulu. Uh, and, uh, these all have, uh, in, in common a cloud services company, which I'll be honest with you, I don't even know what the hell that is, but it's, uh, it's called Fastly. Chris escaped, shot me a, he shot me a glance. No, I don't know what a cloud services company is. What does that mean? I don't even know what the hell that is. You know what a cloud is, don't you? Up in the sky. The cloud. Like you upload stuff to the cloud. You're, the concept of the cloud. You know what the cloud is? No. Oh, never mind. Well, is that the computer thingy that you, you... Yes. I think I have a cloud thing. Yes, you probably do. Well, it's just a service that utilizes the cloud. Oh, okay. The cloud. Uh, so they say Fastly. We ident- Fastly put out a statement. We identified a service configuration that triggered disruptions across our POPs. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that means. Globally, and have disabled that configuration. Our global network is coming back online. Continued status is available at blah, 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 blah. Uh, Fastly describes itself as an edge cloud platform. See, I don't know what the hell anybody's talking about anymore. Remember, like, on freaking Star Trek, you know what I mean, when they'd start, you know, talking uh, scientific gibberish. It probably didn't mean anything, but it just sounded really scientific-y. It could be just a bit of preanimate matter in the Matrix. You know, oh, was that what it is? 
Need to th- realign the molecules. I need to realign the molecules in the warp drive configuration. But I don't know. Maybe it was just some preanimate matter in the matrix. I don't know. And you have no idea what they're freaking talking about. That's kind of where I am, technologically speaking. Uh, so I don't know. Was it a hack? Was it not? Was it a hack? I, I don't know. But you look at it from this point of view, okay? This is my sense, and you can call me up and tell me I'm full of crap if you'd like or I'm crazy. 210-599-5555. Uh, first, we had uh, a fuel line hacked, a major fuel supplier hacked uh, several weeks ago. Then we had a major food supplier, global food supplier hacked, right, by ransomware that uh, we have somehow uh, uh, traced back, I believe, to the Ruskies. Bet you haven't heard that word in 30 years. And uh, and now we have a bunch of uh, media sites, government sites, uh, being shut down overnight. It, it, to me, and, and again, it, I'm not trying to freak you out. This is just my honest opinion. It feels like somebody's testing the waters, man. Food, fuel, media, government, uh, uh, you know, retailers like Target and Etsy and, uh, you know, these others. So uh, HBO, cable, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I to me, I, I just get this vibration going that, you know, something big is on the way, man. <laughs> it's just, you know, I, this, this is too routine a thing to be happening right now. It feels to me like somebody's testing the waters. And who would we be if they just shut it all down? Well, here's my prediction. And you heard, you heard it here first. Well, actually, you heard it on Where and Rima first when I made the prediction. Uh, Where and Rima with my brother Trey, uh, 7 to 9, seven to nine Monday through Friday. I, I said I bet you the next one is somehow strictly financial. You know, they shut down access to your accounts at Bank of America or something like that. I don't think it'll be an entire banking network or banking networks, but I, I'm just going to make the prediction that the, the next one will, next one will be financial. Uh, and let's see what happens, you know, because uh, I, again, I, I just I get the feeling that something uh, it just feels like a ramp up to something, something bigger. You know, and if you start shutting down power grids and you start shut in, in August and you start shutting down. Uh, financial networks and banking computer systems. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, we're screwed. Unless you live in, in the, uh, shall we say, the more rustic areas of the, of the country, the more rustic areas where you can, you know, go out and kill something and eat it. If you're in the major cities, man, you're done, man. So we'll see what happens. What do you think? 210 Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. Make sure you're checking out our videos on KTSA.com. I haven't done one in a week. Been lazy. Well, today is. Cupcake Today Tuesday. is Cupcake Tuesday, so I got to go to Gigi's and get me a cupcake and shove my face, shove it into my face, in my bathroom. Because when I look at the monthly stats, apparently you guys like that. You guys like it when I'm sitting on my ass in my bathroom shoving cupcakes in my face. So I'll make sure I do one today. They are tasty. What? Well, and with the holiday last week, it was messed up. So well, I, I also, I got a little messed up just readjusting to being back in the studio. So I, I gave myself a week to kind of get used to, you know, doing it here and again and, and focused on that. Well, that and I'm lazy. I'm a slow-moving mammal. I am a fat, slow-moving mammal, but I'll do a cupcake video today. I promise. No, I was saying you, you have an excuse to do two. Two cupcakes. I, I'll do two videos. How's that? One with a cupcake and one without. Uh, so we... We had a bunch of major websites shut down overnight. What are you thinking? Here's Jeff. Jeff, how you doing? Hey, Sean. Hey. You know, I hear about us getting all these attacks, cyber attacks. Right. Uh, I worked for the DOD back in 
NFL for 30 years in a secure site. Right. And we would take anywhere from 10 to 20,000 hits a night mm-hmm. uh, from a country that will be unnamed at this time. And we had the ability and the knowledge to uh, retaliate in, in kind, but we weren't allowed to. Right. Now, are we the only country in the world that's getting this? Or do you know if other countries are getting uh, cyber attacks of this nature? Uh, well, I think other uh, countries are. Because when the, the beef producers, wasn't that a global uh, company uh, based out of Australia, I think, or something like that? Yeah, I'm not sure where. Australia and us, but, you know, because it involved us, maybe the attack was aimed at the U.S. and, and uh, Australia was collateral damage. Possibly. Possibly. But, um, but you well, I, I. About the U.K. or. Well, the U.K. got their government website shut down last night. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. It's just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not very technical, technological, as maybe everybody can tell. But, you know, it, it, I do have a, a spidey sense, and my spidey sense is going bzz, 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 because, uh, you know, I, there's too many of these in a row, and one's a fuel line, one's a food line. Now, uh, last night, major retailers, government websites, media websites. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but it's kind of well, freaky deaky. I got to go. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Do you know they're making an Indiana Jones five? Can we get to, to some serious news now? They're making a fifth freaking Indiana Jones movie. They had to put off filming until now. It's Indiana Jones five. It hasn't been named yet. There, there's because there's pictures going, I, and I looked it up. They just it's a new story. Well, it's a couple days old, but it, they're freaking filming a new Indiana Jones. He's seventy eight, dude. Why don't they just say they forgot the title? Indiana Jones. I five. forgot the I title. Forgot. Sometimes I forget things. What am I looking for? M- Marion. You know, I mean. It's, do we need a fifth freaking Indiana Jones? The last one sucked. <laughs> well, they could have him on a little rascal out running that huge boulder rolling out there. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Rusty Walker. You know, what's it going to be? Indiana Jones and Shuffleboard on Deck B. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who took my pudding? <laughs> Indiana Jones and the colonoscopy from hell. <laughs> well, sometimes I forget things. Tell me, Mr. Jo- Dr. Jones, why do you think you shall achieve your goal of stealing this idol? Idol? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, who are you again? It is I, Salah. You have known me for a hundred years, you fool. Salah. Oh, yeah. You know, it'll be like, it'll be like, you know, like Anthony Hopkins and the father, you know what I mean? Indiana Jones and early onset dementia, you know what I mean? <laughs> Indiana Jones and the early onset. <laughs> I'm not making fun of, uh, you know, Alzheimer's, don't get me wrong, but dude is 78, man. You tell me you're going to believe a 78-year-old dude is swinging across caverns and hanging off of freaking trucks and stuff? Come on, man. You're hanging off a wheelchair. They have to have like a wheelchair race, Chris. Just old farts, you know, just wheeling themselves. Because this will have to be like the 50s or 60s. They'll have to set it there, right? Won't even have electric wheelchairs. Dun 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 dun. dun. Chasing is half the movie. <laughs> Where's my juice box? They said I was getting a juice box at noon. It's time to take my pill. I gotta take my bloat my water pill. Indiana Jones and the water pills from hell. And how is your prostate, Dr. Jones? Pretty big. (laughs) He's 78, man. 
Well, it's because Disney bought the franchise, so they got get one more squeeze, one more Indiana Jones movie out. They just squeeze a few million dollars out of this franchise. Ford can't stop repeating old roles. Let's take advantage of it, man. Let's do one more Indiana Jones movie. Well, Mickey's going to have a cameo. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who? Mickey. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> hey, Andy. Oh. Uh, I'm starting to see talking mice. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he's 78. Don't go for that pit. He won't even be able to pick up the whip, man. Trade, have a whip guy. Do it for his, him. Huh? His whip for a hip. <laughs> it's an aluminum hip. Yeah. Indiana Jones and the aluminum hip. <laughs> his whip has been replaced with a lovely walking stick. Who are you? Doubles as what? a sword. Huh. What am I looking for? <laughs> I don't know, Dr. Jones. Something gold and old and hidden and crap. Sounds <laughs> uh, good. When's lunch? We'll be back. The reason I am here in Guatemala as my first trip as Vice President of the United States um, is because this is one of our highest priorities. Cookie! Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, God. News Talk 550 KTSA. And what a successful trip it's been so far. Kamala Harris there, your border czar, who hasn't been to the border. She has managed to hand out baked goods with her own face on it. We uh, no word yet if she's asked the president of, Mex- of Mexico if they can put my face on some flan. And you know, her solution is just to tell him not to go. I mean, could you imagine the vice president? I want to talk about Obama here in a second, but could you imagine being the president of Guatemala and and this this chick, this laughy chick, is sitting there telling you why people are leaving your country and telling you that it's because of climate change. And his response is, no, it's it's your fault, ma'am. It's Biden's fault. So she's in Mexico today. We'll see what the hell happens there. Probably not much. Uh, Obama, Barack Obama, uh, to his friends, was on uh, uh, CNN with Andy Cooper last night, who also was a laughy chick. And, uh, you know, he's going off on the same tired crap he's always talking about. I also think that there are certain... Look... It's it's this whole thing that you I'm a white guy I'm a hunky okay that I I just lie in fear of the changing demographics of of the U.S. He says I think there are certain right wing media venues for example that monetize and capitalize on stoking the fear and resentment of a white population that is witnessing a changing America and seeing demographic changes and do everything they can to give people a sense that their way of life is threatened and that people are trying to take advantage of them. Let me ask you a question. Who are those right-wing media venues? Who are they? Who? Who's doing that? Because... <laughs> I don't know who they are. <laughs> I'm, I'm not seeing any of these right-wing media venues that he constantly refers to. I guess that's Fox, right? I'm not getting the whole stoking the fear and resentment of white people. What is the white way of life, by the way? I mean, does anybody know what that is that we're losing? And what is the white? What is the honky way of life that the former president thinks you and I are? Or if you are white, if you're a honky like me, are just sitting in fear of losing? I don't know what it is. Square dancing. Square dancing. Perhaps, you know. You know what asparagus. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know what it is. Stereotypical white things. Square, like Burt Convy, you know, yeah. Burt Convy movies. I mean, I don't know what it is. Motorsports, motorsports. Mac salad, Mac salad. Well, no, Hawaiian people like Mac salad too, Mister Man, and they're not white. You know those weekend fishing shows on the Outdoor <laughs> Network. 
You won't be able to enjoy those any longer. Because, yeah, because black people and brown people are just yeah. they're swarming the country, and they're going to take our white life away from us, our white way of life, square dancing, line dancing. Right. I have to go. Fishing with Bill Dance. It's Fishing done. with Bill Dance. <laughs> What other typical Caucasian activities are, are we are we in fear of losing, Don? I can't think of any all of a sudden. I don't either. Uh, there, you know why? Because there is none. There's no white way of life that we're afraid of losing. We're afraid of losing the Republic. <laughs> we're afraid of losing the Constitution. But that ain't got nothing to do with race. That's everybody, man. Stoking the fear and resentment of a white population that is witnessing a changing America and seeing demographic changes and do everything they can to give people a sense that their way of life is threatened. Uh, he goes on to say, you would think that all the, with all the public policy debates that, that, that are taking place right now, the Republican Party would be engaged in a significant debate about how we are going to deal with the economy. What are we going to do about climate change? Uh, what are we going to do about, uh, lo and behold, the biggest single most important issue to them apparently right now is critical race theory. Who knew that was a threat, was the threat to our republic? Well, (laughs) in a sense, it kind of is, man. You're, You're teaching racism to little kids. You're teaching racism to little kids. I'm sorry, you know, uh, all us crackers aren't uh, more concerned about climate change than we are uh, our kids and grandkids being taught freaking racism in school. And we have nothing to say about it. Uh, but, the, you know, again, uh, uh, you, 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 you're the one, you're the guys who keep sh- talking about race, man. It's all about skin color. Skin color determines everything right now. Skin color always determined everything for for Barack Obama. Remember the uh, uh, the Cambridge Police thing back in two thousand nine. She accused the Cambridge Police of acting stupidly before he even knew what the hell was going on. Uh, you know they they can't. He's the one talking about white people, man. <laughs> he's the one who can't shut up about white people. He's the one who can't shut up about skin color. You're right, sir. Skin color determines everything right now, but it ain't my fault. I ain't doing it. It's that same tired desperation to discredit any opposition or criticism yeah. that he receives. Right, because I'm just engaging in my white privilege, and, you know, it's my inherent white racism that's coming through right now. I just lie awake at night looking at the scene and going, is this going to kill NASCAR? All these black and brown people coming in here, NASCAR's going bye-bye. You know, it's like, stop. Stop. But, you know, he's enjoying his third term as president of the United States right now, so I guess he feels entitled to, you know, uh, putting his uh, his crap all out there, man. What do you think? 210. Do white people just sit around? Do white folks just, do we just sit around lying in fear, just shivering in fear? Black people and brown people are taking over the country. You know, Chris, there's going to come a point where you won't be able to see reruns of Gunsmoke. Because all the black people going to take our Western shows off the TV. Won't be able to see no Gunsmoke, no Bonanza, Rifleman. <laughs> They're taking away our white way of life, man. Hey, where are the white women at? They ain't nowhere to be found. Here's uh, Bob. Bob, how you doing? You're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Uh, well, I'm just thinking I don't have a problem with the critical race theory if it is actually something that is taught and discussed versus being indoctrinated. And if it includes critical parenting theory and critical morality theory. It if does not. Are, <laughs> it, it's not but it, but if it did, it might be a very good conversation then. Well, parents, uh, we've seen all kinds of stories over the past few weeks where parents are finding out that, like, their first graders are being taught this stuff, and they 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 uh, start asking school boards about it, and they get shut down. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah, it's, I'd like to, I'd like to be able to ask Trayvon Martin's mother uh, just exactly how did she discipline her child for being. A- from school for drug possession, 
Uh, what was oh, you're, you're, you're bringing up the truth. You're such a racist. That's so racist to talk about that. It's ra- what a racist. I'm kidding. Well, you know, I mean, if you look at the, arguably the Michael Brown case is the one that started all this stuff. And our own government, Obama's showed, proved after an investigation by the Civil Rights Commission and by a grand jury that Darren Wilson didn't do anything wrong and had nothing to do with race. It's all about the choices that Michael Brown made that day. If you or I, if Lily White, me, if my Lily White ass went down the street and made the same choices around a cop, I would be dead too. But you can't say that sort of stuff because it's all about race, man. Skin got just a handful of decades out from the assassination of Martin Luther King, and holy God, it's all about race, isn't it? Skin color determines everything. And that's sad. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five, and and we said this earlier on the show on, on Where in Rima that you know you look at little kids, little kids don't come into the world as racists. You really do have to teach a kid to be racist, and that's what they're doing. that's what they're doing in the schools. That's what they're doing. If you're white, you're an oppressor. If you're not, you're the oppressed. Now, how is that not racist? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Give me a call. Let me know what you're thinking. And, oh, we we have to get to the big story of the day, the naked and afraid story. <laughs> what? Chris is looking at me with shock in his eyes. We have to. T- come on. that's That story exists for talk radio. If you can't bring that story up on the talk radio, then what are we doing here? <laughs> something happened to one of the contestants on that show. Yeah, something really bad happened to one of the contestants on that show. Something really bad happened. When I return, this is called a tease. When I return, I'll tell you about the really bad thing that happened to the guy on Naked in the Fr- <coughs> I didn't even know that damn show was still on the air, man. <coughs> in all uh, honesty uh, and full disclosure, I, I was a Naked and Afraid fan for about six months once. But I just got tired of all the naked, dirty, naked, slimy hippie chicks. You know, they, just, they, they, they always put some poor schmuck with some high-maintenance hippie chick who's just never happy. You know, and uh, so I got a little burnt out on it after a while. And, like, half, um, you know, everyone knows that, Chris, that, like, most of the contestants from that show, the women were, like, from Austin. Like, all of them. Or Portland. It's like one of the, uh, you know, aspects of Naked and Afraid, apart from the 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 climate and being out in the environment and the elements is that they also hook the dudes up with like some really annoying chick you know what i mean the liberal chick because you know what naked or clothed liberal chicks are annoying 2105995555 well come on you know i'm right uh, well, that's why they always go for the guys with the man buns and the skinny jeans and the effeminate ways, the herbal tea drinkers, you know, because they can control them. 210-599-5555. Do you hate me? It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back 22 minutes after 10 on Newstalk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi. Let's do some pop culture stuff now. Pop culture stuff. Uh, first off, yeah, Naked and Afraid XL, which I also, I just still can't figure out if that means extreme or if that means extra large. I don't know. I'm thinking extreme. I'm kidding. And I, you know, I go through these phases. I don't know how you are, but I, as far as being a media consumer, like I, I go through phases, whether it's music or it's a TV. I'll watch one damn TV show over and over and over again for weeks, sometimes months, until I get sick of it, Right? Right now, I'm on a Jimmy Swagger kick. Before that, it was Columbo. Because I'm an old fat. All right? And uh, nothing, most of the new TV is crap. But I did go through a, a naked and afraid phase. <laughs> Sounds funny, doesn't it? You Hold on a second. You go from naked and afraid to Jimmy Swagger. It was a bit of a journey, I admit. Uh, yeah. Slight journey. Right. This was well. I mean, when the show first came out, I I, I was fascinated by it. You know, I thought I, it was interesting. I, the premise of the show is you take these people, right? And, and I've never watched it, but I've read about it. And you take these people, 
Uh, never mind. But, <laughs> well, that, uh, you drop them off at some horrible place. place. And then you, they're not wearing any clothes. They're naked. They got no tools or anything. Right. They got no supplies, and they have to survive. And the, and the, it was fascinating to me at first because they're the, the people they're choosing are people who are outdoorsy people who have taught themselves how to do things and have learned how to, I don't know, make a freaking knife out of a tree, you know, or whatever the hell, and stuff like that, or drink rainwater off a leaf, you know, and crap, you know, hippie crap like that. So I, I thought it was kind of fascinating to watch how they made it in the beginning. Right. And they blur out the naughty bits. Thank you, Jesus. And but then at some point it just got annoying to me. So it's just it, because it, you know, even though they're out there alone supposedly, they're still performing for the cameras, right? So I kind of lost interest in it. But th- there's a the new the Sunday's episode this past Sunday. Uh, they have a couple of naked people, and they're they're in the uh, swamps of Louisiana, and they have to survive for sixty days. So it's they've extended. It used to be thirty days. Now it's sixty. One of the contestants uh, is E.J. Uh, I just lost his name there. Uh, uh, the guy's name E.J. Snyder. Okay, so E.J. Snyder is out there. He's buck ass naked. He's up in a tree. Oh no! He falls oh, out of the tree. No, no. no! And suffers severe lacerations on his genitals. On his special purpose, he, you know, he loses he several lacerations. On the you know their the you know family jewels, and uh, and so you know they're at that point they're like you want to tap out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they call it. It sounds funny, doesn't it? You want to tap out? <laughs> no, you know. So so he, he says no. I want to keep going. Right. But they had to stitch him up, man. So they oh no, eight stitches. And the dude continues on uh, uh, with the with trying to make it there in the Louisiana jungle there with a with a hippie check or something. You know what his new nickname is? What a diamond cutter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I really don't know. It'd be kind of funny. If I, were. You know, I think I'd tap out at that point. I think at that point it's like you know. No, I'm going to need those later on in life. Let's uh, let's call it quits here. Yeah, we've got a two-hour walk to New Orleans. I think I'll just head on up there. <laughs> I, I don't know what to think of this guy, if he's a badass or if he's crazy. You know what I mean? Right. Well, it's probably because the only way out was by horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that ding true? Ding, da da ouch. <laughs> ding, da da ouch. You know, that that would, uh, yeah, so that's that. That was a big news story. Some unusual saddle sores going on. There. Ooh. Hop along. <laughs> He's hop along. <laughs> Just, man. <laughs> Eight stitches, dude. And he wow. still got ten days to go. Um, but now there's three. Never mind. <laughs> see how you are. <laughs> but then there's this other story, and this one's good. This is actually kind of funny. In the country music television over the weekend... Encourage their viewers to wear orange in support of gun law, gun legislation. Country music tev- television. We're virtually wearing orange today in support of National Gun Violence Awareness Day and to call attention to the more than 100 lives that are lost every day to gun violence. On country music television. That's like having anti-NASCAR commercials on, on country music television. <laughs> Everybody watching has a gun, and, and you're <laughs> you telling them that to wear orange. Yeah, this woke thing is just it's it's killing everything, man. It's just it's really just destroying everything, man. So you're sitting there watching another episode of Roseanne, <laughs> CMT, and there's an anti-gun commercial. Bunch of guys in blaze orange pop up, and you're thinking, oh, you know, it's like it's like to go hunting or something. All oh, right, you know, but no, it's you're the polishing exact your album. double barrel, right? You know that, that what what there was a marketing meeting that there's a Zoom meeting that didn't quite pull off uh, what it was, you know that that went wrong. You know yeah. what I mean? Maybe orange, they misheard him. Orange, you glad we're thinking. About about gun control? Orange, you glad we're thinking about gun control? <laughs> now, there you got some ticked-off honkies. You know, I mean, that, 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 that Obama said, that our way of life is going. I mean, you don't start ta- talking talking to a CMT audience about taking their guns away, man. They'll do an Elvis right there on the TV. Sure. Really, what a strange damn world. Them. I know. 21059. <laughs> I mean, you're sitting there watching CMT. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, that's like life you know, must be a barrel of laughs for well, you. Well, I mean, that's like you know, on the shopping network, you have you know uh, PSAs for shopping, you know, addictions and stuff, and you know, I, yeah, yeah they, you know, when they have those uh, those at the end of commercials for casinos, <laughs> gives you a quick warning about the dangers of gambling right. addiction. You know, well, so. Bob wants to talk about naked and afraid, <laughs> or maybe Bob is naked and afraid. I don't know. <laughs> Bob, how you doing? Hey, I'm fine. How are you, brother? Great, man. What are you thinking? I'm from southern Louisiana, and I tell you what, the bayous, I tell you, those people, uh, the national bird down there is a mosquito. Oh, ooh, stitches. Oh, that sucks. And I tell you what, I bet those I bet mosquitoes are, feast, are feasting on them big time. Oh, God. All right, thanks for the call, man. <laughs> He's got to spray it with Raid. You know, <laughs> he just lets out this blood-curdling scream. <laughs> not, open wound, open wound. He's not worried about the large <laughs> reptiles that can kill his ass. <laughs> he's worried about skaters. <laughs> skaters on, yeah, well. 210-599-5555. It's Sean. Now, if they put a Band-Aid on, that, does, that, <laughs> does that count as clothing? or Band-Aid? You know, I don't know, man. I don't want to think about it anymore. Even open wound flapping in the wind like that. With, with skeeters, right. with skeeters. All right, let's take a break. I think we need to. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSa. And we're back. Newstalk five fifty KTSa FM one zero seven one. Hi. How are you doing? Uh, the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, and, uh, you know, uh, I've been vaccinated. Most of my family's been vaccinated. i got to get my mom vaccinated. She's kind of the last one that we're going to be focusing on. But she's in a situation right now where it's, it's highly unlikely that she would contract it, but, well, you know, I'm still going to get her vaccinated. But the rest of us have had the vax. We've had the shots. That's why I'm back out and about in my life, and I'm I'm happy. And I I don't and I don't even know if the vaccines work or not. I'll be honest. With you. Yeah, we we talked about that earlier on Where and Rima. I I don't. There's so much nonsense and gibberish coming out about this pandemic now, as far as Fauci and what we're realizing, you know, was bullcrap and what was real. So who knows? But I got the damn shots. I'm happy I did. Didn't have any uh, side effects. My wife had a couple of side effects, but not me. And but you know there's a big push nationwide to get, get folks vaccinated in Washington Washington State. You just heard Don Morgan talking about this. Yeah, uh, uh, some some uh, places are will give you a, a, like a, a free freaking beer. You know if you if you get vaccinated or there were some sweepstakes. I forget in which uh, which state that was where somebody won a million bucks or something like that. They're trying to incentivize getting vaccinated. Uh, we have a couple of states now that are offering up marijuana. Uh, Washington State uh, is doing this. Uh, in Arizona, a cannabis dispensary is handing out free pre-rolled joints. This is from ABC News. Free f- pre-rolled joints and gummy edibles in exchange for getting vaccinated. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what you think about that. So, you know, in, in the Washington state, in Washington state, if you, if you, the, according to the Washington state liquor and cannabis board, they announced this yesterday. It's called joints for jabs. That just doesn't sound right to me. Joints for jabs effective immediately runs through July 12th. Uh, uh, during, uh, uh, a certain time period, the cannabis retailers are allowed to give one joint to customers who are 21 and older when they receive their first or second dose of a COVID-19 vaccine at an active on-site vaccination clinic. Uh, you know, is that going to work? I, I don't know, man. Where are we at? Forty? What are we at now, Don? Like forty-two percent, forty-four percent of everybody's vaccinated, or something like that, of that state. Forty-two percent of the total U.S. population is fully vaccinated, according to the latest data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. I don't know. I, you know, I guess it's kind of a funny little idea. I, I'm, I'm, 
I don't, we're going to get to a point where the only people left who aren't vaccinated are the people who don't want to get vaccinated, and one doob or one gummy ain't going to do it, man. I mean, if, if, if you have an issue about vac- getting vaccinated, you're not going to do it. I, I don't know that your average pothead is is going to you know go out of their way for a single doob, too. It better be some good stuff. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Better be some good stuff. But how do you feel about incentivizing people getting vaccinated? What do you think about that? I mean, here in this state, our governor just signed into law this business that you can't have a you don't you can't ask people for a for a vaccine passport in in the state of Texas, which I think is great. I don't want to have to keep you know start carrying my papers as it were to prove I've been vaccinated to do anything in public. But on the other end, I just don't this this incentivizing people to get vaccinated. I guess it works. I don't know. You gonna get vaccinated for a beer? You gonna get vaccinated for a doob? You know, maybe. Uh, I, I, you know, all in all, again, as we're finding out that Anthony Fauci was uh, increasingly full of crap, as we're learning, and that knew this, you know, this gain of function stuff was going on in Wuhan, and that you and I paid for some of it—not a whole lot, but we did. Some taxpayer money went to about six hundred thousand dollars went to the to, to the lab. Uh, in a sort of around the corner kind of a way, and uh, Fauci's been playing, uh, you know, bait and switch now for fourteen, fifteen months. Doesn't want you to know that he's at the center of this thing. So I, you know, as far as what just happened with the pandemic, I mean, it, it screwed up my life in in many ways. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. I, you know, whatever, how my life went through the, uh, the pandemic was nothing comparable to people who lost loved ones or who themselves got sick or lost their income or lost their job or lost their business or all, all of the above. But coming out the other end and starting to hear now that this was bullcrap, that was bullcrap. I have no idea what that, what just happened. I have no idea to what extent these vaccines work. I, I don't know. We're in an era that is very strange and hard to predict. Even though we we kind of knew all the way through this thing that uh, I believe there is some intentionality on the part of the Chinese government, maybe even some actors here inside the country, as far as uh, the last election. Uh, but as far as what's real and what's not real, as far as how this pandemic unfolded and with the worthiness of the vaccines, I, I, I don't know. I just don't know. I got the vaccine so I could go the hell out of my get the hell out of my house more and start living my life again. But I does it work? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But would you uh, would you get if you're not into vaccinations? Would you would you get vaccinated for a doobie? A two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Would a doobie do it for you? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five or some gummies or what have you? Would that incentivize you? You potheads. 210-599-5555. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA. I'm Sean. You're not. Uh, suck to pa- uh, Paul about pot uh, joints for jabs. Uh, Paul, how you doing? Hello. Hey. Oh, doing fine. What are you thinking? Uh, well, I, I'm I'm just looking at the track record of these people that, that are telling all this, all the all the inconsistencies, lies. I mean, first it was two weeks. Right. Then you need a mask. Then you don't need a mask. Then you need a mask. Right. Stay inside. Don't get the, you're not getting the natural of vitamin D from the sun, which right. fights, which fight fights uh, uh, diseases and everything. Absolutely, the origins have changed. Why would you uh, believe anything these people say? That's what I mean. I, you know, that's what I mean. And what's really screwy about it is, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I know even less now than uh, I have when we were going through it. And that's what's kind of weird. Do you know what I mean? If I was if I was a car salesman and I sold you a bum car the first time, <laughs> you're going to come back to me and, and buy it? 
Probably not. <laughs> yeah, we okay, kept we well. kept we keep going back to the same sources over and over and over again, don't we? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you, you 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 were talking about the cyber thing. You were getting concerned about that. There's a, there are patterns here that you look about. I mean, you guys got a sharp crew there. And you guys recognize patterns, and that's making you nervous. And the latest is is this cyber attack suddenly <sighs> happening all around the world. Man, I think something big's coming, man. That's what I think. I think they're going to shut it all down or shut enough of it down to screw well, up our they, lives. They, they, look, look, they, look they, if you were going to do it, with, yeah. if, you were bad, if you were bad actors and you were going to do it, now would be the time to do it. Why? Because we're coming off the pandemic. A lot of people are still financially messed up. A lot of places are still not in business. Uh, you know, we're not quite back to normal yet. So if you wanted to do a double whammy, uh, you know, on, on America and on the human race, but especially on America, well, this will be the time to hit us with some major hack. Exactly. Exactly. It's all, it's all, unfortunately, you know, there are conspiracy theories right. and there are conspiracy facts. Yeah, yeah, I concur. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate the call. Got a few more minutes here. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. You want to give us a ring and let us know what you're thinking? I still just can't believe. I can't believe they're making another Indiana Jones movie when his old ass is seventy eight years of age. Seventy eight. Well, and does it really matter? Is it going to uh, screw up my life in any meaningful way? Do I is my, am I lie awake at night wondering about Harrison Ford being able to pull off a new Indiana Jones movie? No. But I've had a few people who are roughly about my age and are old Indiana Jones fans, and it just feels I don't know, like you just you just you just squeezing one more Indiana Jones movie out. Just to make some more money. Disney Disney now owns everything. Disney now owns just about every movie franchise that uh, that you can think of. And Disney now owns uh, the Indiana Jones franchise. And apparently, uh, first off, uh, Steven Spielberg's not this stuff. Going to be the first one. Spielberg's not directing. You know why? Because he's stinking old too. He wants to take it easy. And Harrison Ford has revisited over the past 10, 15 years just about every famous stinking character he's played, right? He did, uh, he did the Han Solo thing, which I'm still pissed off about. Uh, he already did one more, uh, Indiana Jones movie with, uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Ashtray or whatever the hell it was called, but it sucked. Well, he, Don's laughing. He was too damn old. And that one, he was too damn old. And that movie's 15 years of age. What's this? This one's going to be like Indiana Jones and the Crystal Bedpan, the Gold Bedpan of Maya, you know, whatever the hell. Indiana Jones and the Search for the AARP Discount. <laughs> hey, where's my discount? It's supposed to be fifteen, fifteen percent off these pancakes. And I did, and, and then he did one more Blade Runner, you know, and that, that was, that one wasn't bad because they had a really good director, but, you know, it, it was kind of, it's not a movie you'd sit and watch over and over and over again, like the first Blade Runner. Right. When he's 90, is he going to do Jack Ryan again? Can do one more Jack Ryan? Be the fugitive. The fugitive gets lost again. Oh, he, he, to, he gets lost in the, in the, in the memory home. He's trying and they to. Have to... <laughs> Outrun Tommy Lee Jones on a rascal electric scooter. <laughs> Slow speed chase between the two of them. <laughs> Through a memory home. That's terrible, man. The Fugitive 2. Because <laughs> old Tommy's not so young anymore either. Oh, Tommy Lee Jones. I didn't take the bedpan. I don't care. <laughs> the Fugitive 2. They're just lost in, in the home. That's bad, man. But I mean, there comes a look. There comes a point, man. You remember Roger Moore in that last James Bond movie when he looked like he just was like so tired and the comb over was starting at his shoulder, right? You know, and his eyes are all buggy and wrinkly. You know, there was a view to a kill. Looked more like a view to a pill. You know, it's like Roger. I think Connery even called him up. It's it's time for you to stop. You're too bloody old. Yeah, that was it. Timothy Dalton came in after that. Yeah, and now we got, but we got Indiana Jones, one more Indiana Jones flick, and he's he's seventy eight. 
I don't know why I'm thinking that they're just trying to get some more money out of the franchise, but it seems like they're just. And I, if I was talking to Harrison Ford, I'd say, "Dude, you've you've got you're 78. You've you've got enough money." Because one thing about Harrison Ford is he, he's always been pretty honest about that. Right. Remember when he did the new Star Wars movie? Did it for the money. And I think it was uh, Jimmy Fallon asked him what he thought of the script. He's like, the script? I'm going to read the script. I read the contract. It's on the check. That check came <laughs> in the mail when I was in. That's it. Yeah. I'm just saying, he, I think he's a little too damn old to be doing the Indiana Jones trip, man. That's all. That's all I'm saying. But maybe it'll be great. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But the last one really sucked. And uh, only two of the first three were any good anyway. All right, so there's my there's my uh, deep analysis of the continuance of the Indiana Jones franchise, which I was completely unaware of until I uh, ran across a meme a few minutes ago. Uh, it's a photograph. It's going around the Internet right now. It's a photograph from the set of the new Indiana Jones movie. And he's standing there with a couple of camera people, and he's, they are, they're all wearing masks. So you know it's a recent picture, you know what I mean? Indiana Jones masking up, you know. So, <laughs> Indiana Jones in the Temple of Fauci. Indiana Jones <laughs> in the Temple of Ventilators. So we'll see if it's any good or not. I don't know, but that, that just it's disturbed me somewhat mildly. All right. It is uh, Cupcake Tuesday, so I'll do a Cupcake video a little later on on KTSA.com. Let's get on out of here. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer. Don Morgan and my good brother Trey Ware on News Talk 550. Uh, spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.